Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As far as who's gone, the biggest name up there is Rob's former coach, Bill Belichick. And look, I don't think Bill comes back there, but now it's just a matter of do they fire him or they decide to move apart in the next couple days, or do they try and hold on and trade for him? If you try and trade for him, then that's going to take a little bit longer. Either way, Jimmy, I think his tenure in New England's over. Jay Glazer, Bill's gone, leads the whole thing with it. Schefter did as well yesterday on ESPN. You know, you get those Sunday splash reports, the newsy thing. Like, I made sure to tune into Glazer yesterday. I'm like, all right, here's a day where, hey, Lucas, here's get on your tablet, Lucas. Hey, Kat, get out of the way of the TV. Stuff to watch. Glazer's going to have something on Belichick. And he did. He says he's probably out. Probably gone. Same thing with Schefter. And you get to the actual Fox broadcast, and it's just an homage to Bill Belichick and his career. Graphics ready to go. Highlights ready to go. We'll get into the weird scene coming off the field with Bill, which felt like, yeah, I don't want to say a goodbye, but it felt very, very Bill. Very on brand didn't for feel Bill. Like a goodbye. It just felt rough and empty. Good it, riddance. It felt like how Bill would say goodbye. I mean, remember, Bill's exit from the New York Jets was written on a cocktail napkin mm-hmm. when he was supposed to be introduced as the HC of the NYJ. It was awkward. It was impersonal. That's what yesterday was. On the field. I mean, he still handled his press conference and everything. He talked to the media earlier today. So I think it's done. Tommy Curran reported earlier today. Don't expect an announcement tonight. So I'm not expecting any announcement. I think that's a mistake by the crafts. But if they make it tomorrow or Wednesday, oh, well, no real big deal. No real harm, no foul. I think a decision's made. We're just waiting on an announcement. And we're waiting on where he's going to wind up, waiting on who's going to replace him, all questions we've discussed. And we'll circle back to here as it's hour number three of Jones and Mega with Arcan here on WEEI. Phone call 617-779-7937. I want to replay something we played early in the show. Uh, Bill Belichick's opening statement today, if you haven't heard it, it, it to me is worth hearing as a Patriots fan because I think there's some interesting tidbits in there. But we're two hours in, Mego. Uh, I asked you earlier, do you think it's done with Bill Belichick and, and sort of your feelings on yesterday? You just said you don't think that that felt like a farewell. No, I mean that just in that we didn't have any moment on the Jumbotron, as Arkan said, because Arkan was there yesterday, that the place was practically empty by the time everybody was coming off of the field, and Bill Belichick was over having a significant embrace with Aaron Rodgers whispering sweet nothings into his ear. It just felt very, very anticlimactic, and I know it's rare that we get the cinematic ending to a career where someone goes goes out on top or nearly on top. It just felt so unceremonious. Like, I was just watching it going like, ugh, so I guess I'm going to sit through these press conferences now. This is a real bummer. So, to me... That I, game sucked. To me, I do think uh, I do think Bill's... Oh, the game was horrible. I can't imagine being there in person, Arkan. How it was awful a big was. scrolling on the second screen game. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I, well, I was I was in and out on red zone. Like I said, I, I just I just when Bill pulled that face mask up, I'm like, when the hell did he do that? Because I was flipping all over the dial yesterday. Yeah, and in fairness, doesn't watch the games. I, the, the Patriots and Jets in Week 18. No, I was sticking around for the farewell. I was not watching much of that fourth. I was quarter, just rooting for no that. touchdowns. That's all I was doing. But and I was doing great <laughs> for three quarters. Yeah. Anyway, oh, was there a touchdown at the end of the game? There was amazingly. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was just the kind of game that. It was the kind of game that, you know, you see, like, if you're watching Red Zone and you see it, you go, oh, man, <laughs> get on, get off of this game. Get to something else. Get to anything else. I'd rather watch anything else than this game. And it was that kind of game. Just three hands-offs, run into the line, punt it away, and, uh, you know, hope to get in field goal and it, range, and then that one random touchdown. Was it the longest 1 o'clock game? I think it was. Like, it somehow took forever. There was no scoring. It was all punting. It somehow took forever. It was the longest 1 o'clock game, I think. If I'm not wrong, I was like, these other games on Red Zone are done, and this boar fest is still going over here. <laughs> when is Bill going to say bye so I could get on with my day? Uh, and we'll get into that scene coming up along with your phone calls, but I do want to play this for you. If you missed this earlier today, this is Bill Belichick from this morning, 7.30 in the morning, early, on a Zoom call, where he would not take any follow-ups. Don't even dare ask a follow-up, Phil Perry. This was his opening statement. So just know, he's already conducted a press conference yesterday after the game, after the loss to the Jets, pathetic, pathetic loss to the Jets in the snow. He comes in this morning, and this is what he volunteers before he's asked any questions. It's clipped a little bit for time, but this is pretty much his entire opening statement. Listen to this. We'll react on the backside. Obviously, very disappointing season uh, all the way around. Um, players, coaches, staff, organization, you know, everybody's not... Not uh, anywhere close to what our standard and expectations are. So, you know, obviously things need to be fixed. Proud of the way the, the players and the team competed. Not not the results, obviously, for many of us. Um, you know, start with me and, you know, all the way down to you know, everybody else that was involved in it. Um, I know we all feel the same way. I'm going to contract, um, do what I always do, which is, you know, every day I come in, work as hard as I can to help the team in whatever way I can. Um, so that's what I'm going to continue to do. You know, today was kind of the wrap-up day for us with the players. Um, we'll have a meeting with them and and uh, and then go from there. So as far as any you know decisions or direction or anything like that for next year is you know way too early for that. Uh, end of the year processes. You know, I don't think will be fundamentally any different from a you know the standpoint of how it's done. Um, the decisions, that's a whole nother conversation, but um, how it's done, you know, I'll meet with Robert like I always do, um, meet with the staff. Bill, please stop playing with the board. Um, Going through a tunnel. Recap the season, look at the big picture, and look at some of the individual situations. Hello. That, um, you know, looming one way or another. Is this thing on? Uh, so, but that's, you know, Hello. obviously a long, a long way off from where we are. So we'll start, you know, at the end of the day, putting the pieces back together in terms of, you know, setting things up to go through, uh, you know, a good detailed analysis and, um, and to kind of, you know, start a reconstruction, if you will. Okay, so uh, the, the poor connection there aside, which weird, that just so happened to happen during his opening statement. That's odd how all of a sudden it got all distorted. Strange how that always seems to happen with this team. Always. But... You know, he says there won't be any big differences. He's going to meet with Robert Kraft. Uh, he'd add later, and you'll hear this coming up, could be multiple meetings. He acknowledged that maybe he'd sacrifice uh, or be open to sacrificing personnel power. Uh, he also said it's not a good year. 
not even close to what our expectations are. Obviously, things needs needs to be fixed. Uh, but the big line there, Mego, and he snuck it in. I'm under contract. I'm under contract. He wasn't asked. Hey, Bill, you up at the end of the year? What's your contract status? I'm under contract. I'm under contract. Just slipped right into the middle of the thing. Um, do what I always do. Which to me feels like a leverage play with Robert Kraft. Like, oh, hey, Robert, I'm letting the fans know I'm under contract and I want to be here. I would be open to reining in some of my power. So I'll stay here. I want to be here. If I am gone and I go somewhere else, I want the fans to know it's because of you. So if you have the stomach to do it, Robert, go ahead. But I'm dropping the gauntlet. That's what that felt like. Absolutely. He never talks about his contract. He never volunteers up anything about his contract. When we find out about it, it's because somebody like Tommy Curran has sussed out a little information like he has one year left on his contract after this season now that has just concluded. And so I think that's extremely notable. And I agree with you that he's playing it as I'm just here to work. I'm just here today doing the job that I've done for the last 24 years, and I'm going to run everything this week the way that I do every single year because I have a lot of work still to do. I'm under contract. That's how I'm going about it. If something happens, it's not for me lack of trying. Yeah, I want to be here. If Robert doesn't want me here and the fans want me back, well, then that's on Robert. That's not my call. That's Robert's call. Yeah, it sounds like to me he's basically saying, I'll play ball if it means I'm staying. I'm not going to play ball for your uh, ego or whatever it is, Robert, to make it an elegant solution so you don't you know, feel the wrath of these fans. That's not my problem. I don't care about that. I'll play ball with you and whatever it is you want me to do. If that means I get to stay here and coach the team and make my money and not get fired, I'll do that. But I'm not going to you know, pretend like something else is going on here. I'm going to pretend like I'm going to be doing this last year. And if you want to fire me or trade me, you have to do that and you have to deal with those consequences. I'm not going to help you. Yeah, I don't think Bill's going to play ball on a trade. I agree with that. And Right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play ball if you want me back. But if you want me out, then fire you me. Do it, yeah. Go ahead and fire me. And then I'll go where I want to go. I'm not playing ball with you. So, yes, this speaks to, you know, Bill dropping this in, in, in Robert's court. And we'll see what he does with it. I, I think the decision's been made, and it's a PR game. And I wonder how they spin it now. More meetings and more back and forth, and it's an elegant solution. I don't know how you you rescue an elegant solution from this after Bill this morning. Does it feel like he's going to work with you towards an elegant solution after that? those comments? No. In the way that he walked off the field, although that just might be Bill being in a cold weather game with a bad cold. That felt like a guy who had uh, places to go and things to do, and Aaron Rodgers is to hug, which we'll get into. Uh, Mike is in Framingham waiting patiently. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, I think you missed the point of, uh, first of all, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I think you missed the point of an earlier caller. Uh, Belichick can simply say, I mean, sorry, Kraft can say to Belichick, you remain on the payroll, uh, you'll be an assistant to Jonathan and myself, and we're bringing in a new coach and a new general manager. You know, we expect you to be here, we expect you to attend meetings, uh, you're simply an assistant to us. Yeah, so and he's Belichick, so he's in Patriots prison, and he's just he's just like in some neb- nebulous uh, uh, analyst role or something like that. Exactly, and if he doesn't like it, he can resign. Okay, he can, but I I don't think that I don't think it's going to play out that way. Number one, because I think Bill knows Robert's not going to pay him to sit out. Robert's not going to pay him twenty five, thirty million, whatever he makes, just to sit on the sidelines. Yeah. I don't buy that, and I'm sure Bill knows that Robert won't. He can threaten it, but like talk about a hollow threat. There's no way that's going to happen, I don't think. Also, if Bill Belichick is in the building, or at least on the payroll, in a way that he's still local, loco, local, <laughs> does, uh, 
does he not wield any influence, especially if a lot of his staff is staying here? Like, I don't think that he'll be like a silent partner no, in right. whatever's happening. This is why he can't come back. And this is our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego. Uh, you can vote there on Twitter. Uh, you can also dial us up on this. I don't want him back because if he's back in any capacity, like technically you've reined in personnel. Volan suggested maybe he'd work with Scott Pioli or Dave Ziegler's name is out there or uh, who else's name is out there. Uh, John Robinson, formerly in Tennessee. So do you want Bill to return to the Patriots if he's willing to sacrifice personnel control? That number keeps ticking down. It was up by like 75%, over 1,200 votes. It's at 68% now, 68.6, which rounds up to 69. Nice. nice. Very nice. So I don't want Bill back in any capacity because if he's there, he's going to lord over all of it, to your point, Mego. Whether it's in some analyst role or just a head coach role, he's going to have influence. He's been here too long to not have influence and lord over all of it. Yeah, he's not going to be like High and Bloom with the St. Louis right, Cardinals. Right, <laughs> which, by the way, if you missed the news on High and Bloom and the St. Louis Cardinals, Arcan has all the latest here in Trending. You can vote at Jones and Mego on our big question of the day. Our big cue at two. We start every show with it. Uh, do you want Bill to return if he's willing to relinquish personnel power? Uh, it's been reported that he is. I got a little misleading. So you'll hear more from Bill Belichick coming up. And furthermore, if Bill's gone, where's he going? What's the most likely destination for Bill Belichick? A lot of those names are out there. Uh, we'll break them down right after trending with our kid. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of Jones and Mego on W-E-E-I. There's anything about the game that stands out to you, Tom, or is it the atmosphere that really gets your attention? The atmosphere, and I think that final scene, the game is so forgettable, 17-3, to but seeing Bill leaving the hood up, the half mask covering most of his face, no acknowledgement of the crowd, but I understand that. It was a sad, miserable, bleak finish to a sad, miserable, and bleak season. You know, there was a lack of ambiguity maybe entering the season as to how good this team was. I thought they were good. Other people didn't think they were good. That ambiguity was erased by midseason, and I think that even though I've reported the decision was made weeks ago, there was still perhaps, if there was a flurry at the end, that could have saved Bill Belichick's job. I think after this game today and the muted nature of Gillette Stadium, there will be nothing, nothing that can really uh, flip things around. So I think there's unambiguity, too, as to the direction that they will go in, which is the one that we reported earlier. Yeah, but you said, you, you said a decision was made in Germany, Tommy Curran. What? 
He said a decision was made. He could save his job. What? I think all he's been saying is that minds can be changed. I don't think minds are getting changed anymore. You lose to the Jets. You probably should be done. He did what was best for the football team. Losing that game yesterday? Yeah, better pick. It's true. Good job, Bill. That's what's best for the organization. Uh, I also think Bill leaving would be best for the organization. Uh, but perhaps you disagree. You can let us know. 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch with Jones and Mego with Arcan. Here on WEEI, we have triple play. Comes your way a little over a half hour from now. Uh, or right about a half hour from now. We'll do that coming up at 445. On the scene yesterday after the game, Mego, like part of me is feeling like it was very strange. You know, he he walks out. He's got that mask on his face, hiding his face, which was unnecessary. Complete- he was cold. He put it on. Okay, but did you He's see how many? Sick too, did yeah. you see how many other players were out there without their face He's covered? He's a sick seventy-one-year-old man. What he, you want him to do? He was sick. Fair. He got the what is it called? Balaclava. He put it over like when you ski. I just is call that what it that's a, called? I just call it a turtle fur because I, I grew up in the nineties. Balaclava. Yeah, I don't. I. I mean, I don't know I've what it's actually called, but yeah. You're but, from Vermont. You know, a turtle fur. I'm not. You know, you I'm, pull it up over your I nose. I say it all the time. So you, I'm the least Vermonty Vermonter there is. But don't so get too cold on the mountain. So like, fine. So Bill's sick. List? So that's why he pulled that up. Our candy wasn't hiding. Oh no, he's definitely hiding. Okay, but I mean, you. that's a good enough excuse. Is hey, I was sick. I put the mask on. Nobody else had any masks on. A bunch of guys didn't have any hats on or anything like that. Like, go watch the video again. He's the only person covered up like that. For a reason, because he's hiding. And he goes and he gives Robert Sala a hug after that dump of a game. And then he turns around and I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to do it. He's about to wave to the crowd, acknowledge the crowd, blow them kisses, whatever. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe we're going to have a human moment from Bill Belichick. He's seeking out Aaron Rodgers, of all people, Mego, to go seek him out and give him a long extended hug. Which, you know, he did with Travis Kelsey earlier this year. You were noting this before the show. Uh, Maybe you said it earlier on the air as well. Kelsey, uh, Sean McDermott. Like, there were a bunch of people that he seeked out over the last couple of weeks. And this is the latest one, which may be an indication that he could be done in New England or done in general. And it was such an odd finish, but that's very on brand for Bill. Like, it's impersonal. It's awkward. Like, it's not... Uh, a moment that you can, you know, clip for posterity's sake. Like, it's just, it's this long thing where he's in the mask and it's not a, really a goodbye, but it kind of feels like a goodbye. And that is somewhat on brand for Bill. The awkwardness of the whole exit is kind of how he acts in his personal life, uh, or at least in these public settings, a lot of the time exiting the field. Right. There's nothing about it that you could wrap your arms around. Except for Bill wrapping his arms around Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it's all the, and Sala. Kind of like one of the only, you know, images that we had from it. Even the TV cameras were trying to catch him and they could only get like the back of his hood, really. He was just walking so at such a brisk pace to get to the tunnel and get off the field. It was just not very memorable. And it's, it's never going to feel proper if that's the last time like it's not it's always going to feel anticlimactic because of the high highs and so many of them that bill belichick has had here so it's never going to feel fitting but that just felt 
blah. Yeah, especially after that long goodbye with McDermott. You know, like that was sort of like I watched that and I was like, ooh, okay, maybe he's starting to get a little sentimental here. Maybe he's going to start, you know, after these these last couple of games, he'll uh, linger around and really make sure he says goodbye to everybody or whatever. And nope, (laughs) definitely not. It's just not at all what he was trying to do. He was trying to get out of there as quick and as uh, anonymously as possible. Well, but he had to make sure to say bye to Aaron Rodgers and be like, good job sticking it to ESPN. Uh, you know, and you you and your boy McAfee there, nice work by you two. And then he runs off the field and he runs down the back exit. And you have the whole broadcast as well, like Glazer early in the day on Fox says Bill's gone. Schefter, uh, which uh, you'll hear coming up as well, he's, uh, he's out. He's not going to be back. It's leaning towards he's out, as I think how Schefter phrased it. And so the writing's clearly on the wall. The whole Fox broadcast was an homage to his career. Graphics ready to go highlights ready to go how many times did they reference the glazer report in broadcast five six oh well you know yeah you were there right arkansas you wouldn't know but like so many times they started the broadcast with it they did it again at halftime i think uh chris myers and robert smith who were on the call yesterday woof those two were like oh we had this meeting with bill and he talked about you know working with his father and he talked about the job at hand and everything else. And it really did feel like if you were just watching with the sound off, just a farewell to Bill, never mind with the sound on. Right. Yeah. The, they had all these prepackaged segments that they were just dropping yeah. in at different breaks and everything. And that's to be expected. It's just as it was, is a weird contrast to what was just a wet fart of a football game <laughs> and then him just briskly walking no, I mean, off the field where you're not embracing hardly anybody and they can't even keep up with him to get his face. He's just trying to get out. And meanwhile, the stadium's practically empty because it's just such a mess. In fairness to you, uh, not much to talk about on the actual game. That uh, Outside of uh, Brees Hall and Arkan's bad beat, not a lot to talk about on the actual game itself. Uh, let's get to some phone calls. We'll get back into, uh, well, more from Bill. Uh, in his morning press conference today that I think is worth hearing if you missed it. Uh, we'll do that coming up. But Christine's in Connecticut waiting patiently. Go ahead, Christine. Yeah, hi, guys. Enjoying the show. Um, yesterday, uh, the, the announcers said that Belichick was making his own defensive calls for that game. Now, he hasn't done that maybe over two and a half years. So you guys have been dissecting hangnails. So what, how come no one's mentioned that? And what do you think that was all about besides, like, showtime? Yeah, so I don't – I mean, i got to be honest, I don't really care about how the game went down yesterday. Uh, I don't think the game is is very very relevant. I think if you're hung up on the game, that's the hangnail. <laughs> I think the big I think the big picture, the real dissection is Bill Belichick and his future. So I didn't watch that game. I haven't watched the Patriots the last few weeks like I would watch games earlier in the year because the games really don't matter. I mean, the result. I want them to lose so they had a higher draft pick. But like, I'm not watching the games going. Oh my God, we're gonna break this down series by series and play by play. On Monday, because that's not that's not what we're doing with these she games. Does she mean maybe you know this is it, and so let Bill call the let Bill make the calls instead of Mayo this week? Maybe you know because it's his last game, something like that. So maybe know? maybe that's what she means. Maybe I'm missing yeah. I'm missing like a smoking gun there. Maybe uh, I hadn't seen that report. Me neither. Um, so I'm I'm unaware of it. And if that is, there's a lot of other stuff behind closed doors. Like we don't need to play the audio, Ryan. But you said Kay Adams on her podcast was going on and on about how Bill threw a holiday party this year for the players. Or or uh, people anyway. Yes, and it was just a holiday party, which uh, which he's never done. Uh, that's what I'm led to believe. And if uh, former players that Kay talks to have no knowledge of it, it's just you know throw it on top of the teetering pile of uncharacteristic things that have been going on with this Patriots. No, team so all year. so fine. So I get what Christina's saying now, or Christina's saying now. So good point, Arkin. I didn't get this. She's saying Bill was calling plays, 
because it's one last uh, goodbye. Meanwhile, he's throwing a holiday party, one last goodbye, according to Kay Adams. He's got the long farewell to Aaron Rodgers and Sean McDermott and Travis Kelsey earlier this year, and they're all just little signs about how Bill could be gone. Never mind the man referencing his contract earlier today, which feels like an exit because there's a reason he never brought up his contract for 24 years, Mego, because once you bring it up, you can be asked about it. If you can say, well, I've never talked about my contract before, then you can always throw that back in people's faces. But now the door is open to ask him about his contract, which feels like... He's like, he, all right, folks, ask me anything. No, he threw, well, he threw it out one last time because he knows Kraft is going to move on and he's putting the pressure back on Kraft. But, like, if he stays somehow, I don't think that's happening. I'm no longer afraid of getting on the cheese whale there, Mego. But if he stays, it's now open season on asking about his contract because he referenced it today. And I think that's just, like, another detail, like what Christine is suggesting or Kay Adams is reporting, that... These are indications he's gone. If you're reading tea leaves, yeah, I wonder how you would how he would spin his answer so that he wouldn't have to answer about his contract, though. You know, now that it's that he's let that cat out of the bag. Yeah, I'm sure he'd find a way to do it. I think he's probably just looking at his priorities right now, and that's a little bit low. Okay, but but in the past, when Bill said I've never talked about my contract, it was accurate. They would no longer be accurate to do that anymore, and so he can't hide behind that one anymore. But he'd probably find a way to spin it. He'll say he'll say I I've said the same thing I've said before. I am currently under contract. Under contract. It's true. He could just say it could be as simple as that. It's yeah, like, I'm under well, contract. duh, you're working for the team. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although last year he was his contract was supposedly up uh, and he wasn't answering then. Uh, meaning uh, 2022. 617-779-7937. More your phone calls here coming up. In a moment, uh, let's play a little bit more Bill Belichick. It ties into our big question of the day. Uh, would you want Bill back if he would relinquish personnel power? We can get into a report that Ben Volan has about a uh, potential personnel guy who could come in that Bill would be willing to work with. But uh, let me hear Bill 8 from this morning when asked about relinquishing power over personnel. (coughs) Still sitting here. Okay, Bill, good morning. Wondering if you've given any serious thoughts of relinquishing the personnel, maybe some of the draft responsibilities, and coaching the team, which you were saying yesterday, is something you still really want to do. Yeah, look, I'm for whatever, um, you know, collectively we decide as an organization is the best thing to help our football team. And... You know, I have multiple roles in that, and I rely on a lot of people to help me in those uh, in those responsibilities. If somebody's got to have the final say, uh, I have it. I, I rely on a lot of other people to help, and you know, however that um, yeah, whatever that process is, you know, I'm I'm only part of it. Okay, he's only part of it. So that's that's a disingenuous answer, and it's a sneaky answer by Bill. But the first part, he didn't say, yes, I would be open to it. But he said he would look at anything that that helps the football team, leaving the door open again, applying pressure to Robert Kraft. And, Mego, you uh, pulled up a Ben Volan report today from the Boston Globe, this afternoon from the Boston Globe, about a uh, an interesting name that perhaps could be in the mix. Yes, so Ben Volan today wrote that... It would be hard to see scenarios where somebody else from the outside comes in and handles personnel and Bill Belichick is able to function alongside or together with that person. He wrote, except there is a scenario that might not be so crazy. A couple of names have emerged that could save Belichick after all. The first step would be to hire a new front office executive. It would have to be someone both the Crafts and Belichick respect and have a relationship with. The name he comes up with is 58-year-old Scott Pioli, who he says uh, 
has been out of the NFL since leaving the Falcons back in May of 2019, but he remains around the game. He says he goes back to Belichick with the 92 Browns. They still have a good relationship. He says he's also well-regarded by the Crafts and has been communicating with them in recent weeks, league sources say. He says uh, Pioli also served as Chiefs general manager, Falcons assistant GM, and would be open to returning to the Patriots with or without Belichick. Yeah, so let me just push back on some of the, the characterization there. He's pretty much been out of the league since 2019 when he was an assistant GM. He hasn't been a GM in a decade when he got fired from Kansas City for going 2-14 and 14 in his fourth year. He made the playoffs once. Thumbs up or thumbs down on Pioli working with Bill? I'm going to say thumbs down. Big time thumbs down. Thumbs also oh, thumbs down. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, like who? Like I don't want Scott Pioli. He's working on the NFL Network. I don't need him here, and it, and it, w- it wouldn't change anything. Like it wouldn't change. Be like bringing thing. back Lombardi or something. Yeah, like, you this is what Ryan like, just yeah. said in my ear. That's exactly what oh, it would really? be like. Yes, it's like it's just like <laughs> I didn't hear that. But no, okay. it's it's just it's, it would be somebody who is indebted to Bill and who's worked with Bill and owes things to Bill. And I'd say the same thing about Ziggler. I'd say the same thing about John Robinson. I don't want Scott Pioli in here. Nothing would be any different. It'd be the same thing. I just look at this. It would have to be someone both the Crafts and Bill Belichick respect and have a relationship with. It sounds like Bill O'Brien all over again. It's a good point. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me. Don't get fooled again. Because <laughs> I was sitting there last year going, Bill O'Brien's the answer. Mac Jones, not only is going to rebound from last year, but he's going to continue to progress. And now I feel dumb. What was that reference, Arkan? Uh, that was George W. Bush, I believe. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, why was that? Why did I think? What, isn't what's the Michael Scott one? I thought she was making an office reference. Is what I thought no, she was I making in there. That. No, um, that's why I thought we had her. I thought we had her with an office reference. No, that was definitely a W. That was a that, that a was W-ism, W-ism, yeah. Is it? There, there is a Michael Scott one, right? That's very similar. Probably, probably we can't get fooled again. <laughs> probably ripped him off. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three. Wait, seven. who ripped who off? I'm saying Michael Scott probably ripped off the, they were probably uh, okay. uh, making an acknowledgement to a W joke is what I was saying. Now you're saying like George W. was up there making yes, office big, jokes. Yes, big office guy. Uh, let's get back into before your phone calls before we get into uh, Bill Belichick destinations. He only potential, liked the British version. Potential destinations. Yes, that's that's the douchiest person. Well, I only like the British office. Uh, David is in the car. Go ahead, David. Yeah, I, um, I've been listening to, I listened to the press conference. I've been listening for the last two days. And I'm wondering, I haven't heard any stories about a rift between Kraft and Belichick, because it seems like everyone's expect talking about, well, he's doing this to try to put that one in the con, and he's trying to put the knife in this one. It seems like everyone's looking for a West Side Story knife fight between Belichick yeah, so and David, Kraft. David, let me explain it to you. Uh, Bill Belichick yeah. said they were 27th in spending after the season last year, and then Bill took away his power, uh, bringing in Bill O'Brien. Uh, among other things, so you don't you don't think there's a that's sign the of, Jets. <laughs> of of a rift there? You don't think that's a sign you know, of anything? You know something? They they've been together 23 years, almost how long I've been married. Uh-huh. Over my lifetime with my wife, you can look at spats we've had, things we had. Thank you, but you know they have a lot at stake in their personal relationship. David, did you and, believe uh, all the reporting with Brady, the rift between he and Bill and him and Kraft? Did you believe that at the time or no? You want to know something? I'm someone who's always said you're not in. In the conversation, yeah, it's just a yes or no and question. To, did you believe? Did you believe that? Answer. Did you believe that? Yes or no? I felt something might have been up, but I always thought that. Okay, he felt something might have been up there, but not here. Okay. Something. Something tells me, if we talked to him during the Brady thing, he would have said the exact same thing. Maybe this is different. It feels very similar to me, where there were obvious cracks and fractures and rifts. And people just want to bury their head in the sand. And maybe he's one of them. If 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 I'm wrong, feel free to call back in and mock. But I, I don't think I'm going to be wrong. No, if you're wrong, 
then they can come out and throw eggs at you on the cheese wheel. <laughs> well, that's true too. You Just too- kidding. That's never gonna happen. Yeah, but you too, Mego. Don't don't. I'm not afraid of it. Okay, but like if if we're wrong, we're both you on the cheese, cheese wheel. wheel. It's not just me. It's you too. <laughs> no, I'll take it up another level. If we end up on the cheese wheel, I'll have my face in clown paint. I'll do full I clown paint. Wasn't sure a, what she was about to with say. With a her. red so, nose. That's good. Okay, good. Where Holy sh! We are witnessing a baby fucking cheese wheel right here, dude. Nice. Uh, Tim is in the car. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, I don't. It, just like you said, he, he. I'm tired of his disingenuous answers. And, you know, you go back to Lamar Jackson. He's going to be the MVP this year. And if, if Kraft said, hey, we can get him, why didn't they get him? Good point. Lamar, how about uh, somebody tweeted this to me, and I I can get the exact handle coming up, but a listener tweeted this to me yesterday. The Bucs are back in the playoffs. So Bill took a shot at the Bucs earlier this year on the Greg Hill Show, and he's like, oh, well, they're in cap jail. They're back in the playoffs, and they lost Brady. And they moved on to Bay. They had a better solution at quarterback. And I wish I could remember who sent this to me. I'll, I'll retweet it, and I'll give them credit. I did You'll it never find it in all your retweets. I did it yesterday. I'll do it again. I'll do it. I promise. Uh, they had a better plan to replace Brady than the Patriots had. So another reason to move on there. Never mind the Lamar stuff, which is very valid. On Bill, if you think he's gone, and I do, where do you think he's going, Mega? Washington. Why? You've been very consistent in saying that. Why? Because that was a hot name early, but there's not a lot of smoke around the Commanders lately. It's it's more Carolina and Atlanta lately. I know. I think Carolina will be there as a suitor, and that Belichick won't want to go there. Whereas Washington... Look, it's this historic franchise, although it's been so irrelevant for a while now. It's still a historic franchise, and that probably means something to him. He grew up in the area. All the same reasons as before, really. Going back there, like if he goes there and he doesn't have GM control or he has partial GM control... It just it I know it's a rebuild situation, but I think that he may only have a few pickings of those unless they wait out for Dallas or something. Okay. Arkan, that's where you think he's going, right? I think he's going to Dallas, yeah. I think that the Cowboys are gonna choke and when they do, that's gonna be it for McCarthy. And I think that uh, someone like uh Jerry out there is going to want to make a big splash and think this is the last this guy's the last missing piece on this team is we need this kind of discipline and this kind of coach and this help on the defense and whatever and this is going to be it and I think that's going to make the most sense and Bill would want to go there too because that's the best roster that he could walk into. Oh, I agree with that. And you know, Florio made this point today. He was writing about Jerry Jones making a recent appearance on radio and basically and I'm paraphrasing, he was asked about Mike McCarthy and whether or not McCarthy would be back, Cowboys are the two seed. They, they won yesterday. The Eagles are in turmoil now. And Dallas sees that number two spot. Basically, he said, we'll see how it goes. So I think Bill could be an option there. Florio wrote they both have to bend. Jerry Jones right. would have to give up some power to Bill, and Bill would have to go work for a very, very hands-on owner. And the Crafts would have to fire Bill, too. I mean, you have to be straight up fire. You can't wait around and then trade after the Super Bowl. Like you'd have to, you'd have to really have him be a free agent. Fair. Yeah. So I think he's going to Atlanta. I, last week, the NFC South stuff started popping up. Carolina, I think, is still in play. I mean, look, I, I could potentially see him going to the Bucks as well, and he could kind of even the scoreboard with Brady if he went there and won. But the Bucks are in the playoffs. I, I don't know if they're going to move on from Todd Bowles. They didn't collapse the final week of the year. Atlanta seems to make sense, and they have everything there. Oddly enough, except a quarterback, they really have everything there. A motivated owner at 81 or whatever Arthur Blank is, I think that makes some sense. We know Bill likes a nice facility. That stadium down there is great. They need to find a quarterback. Can Bill do it? That'd be a weird fit. But I'll put my hat in the ring for Atlanta. Uh, and meanwhile, the tweet, I did find it. It was Ryan Jay. 
who said the Bucks did a better job replacing Brady than Belichick's Patriots. Oh, I hope that's Ryan who called earlier and was foiled by Mateo in the backseat. <laughs> it could be. It could be the very same Ryan. Uh, he had his he had his moment, and instead he, he spent it yelling at Mateo. Uh, 617-779-7937. Where do you think Bill's going? Uh, who could potentially be replacing him here? If he's even out, do you think we're barking up the wrong tree? The text line over and over and over again. 37937. The Twitch chat. Over and over. He's not going anywhere, guys. Wrong again, guys. You're going on the cheese whale, Jones. So maybe you don't think he's going anywhere. If you do, where's he going? And if you do, who's replacing him? Oh, we'll get to all that. Plus, we have triple play next. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of Jones and Mego on WEEI. Well, I just wanted to clarify something with you. There's been a lot of reporting that, that you and Robert have not met during the course of the season. Is that true? Is it just that you haven't met to talk about your future? How frequently are, have you guys been in communication over the course of the season? We've met during the season. And have they given the, the public nature of the discussion around the team and you specifically? Um, so we do the follow-ups here, Stacey? I don't understand what's, what's the answer to the question. Just wondering if he's given you any indications about your future because there's been so much discussion about it, Bill. Yeah, uh, I've answered that question three times, Phil. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. What, are we doing follow-ups here, Stacy? Gee, Stacy, what is this, the Phil Perry hour? <laughs> Which is another reason why these Zoom meetings are not the same as Bill standing up there taking questions and follow-ups and dealing in person. Another interesting wrinkle to today. And last Friday, quite frankly, Bill was sick. Last Friday, we cut him some slack. Did he need to do a Zoom call today, Mego? He typically does for Mondays. That's true, but he also typically does the Greg Hill show. Like, he's a bit more of it, and he's got meetings and stuff. Like, he typically has a time crunch right. on Mondays, getting ready for the next week. Like, he's about to hit the golf course. He doesn't have a job. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, he he's should still under be. contract. No, he is, but you know what I mean. Like, this is a different Monday than the last couple of months. But fair point, he does typically do a Zoom on Monday. What are we doing? Follow-up, Stacy. From this guy? No, thanks. So I found that comical. We'll get back into more from Bill. We'll get to more from Bill. Uh, we'll get into Mike Vrabel, the viability of him potentially uh, being the next head coach here in New England. His name keeps popping up. And we'll get into the draft. Patriots are picking third. What do you want him to do at pick three? Just the perfect amount to miss out on Caleb Williams and Drake May. Is it Marvin Harrison? Is it Jaden Daniels? Is it something else? You can weigh in at 617-779-7937. But first, let's get to triple play. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. Jones and Mago. Triples is best. Triples is best. You know, I love my cars and it's Monday. I will. That makes it a (laughs) buy or sell Monday. So let's start buying and selling. Number one. All right, Mega, let's uh, start with you here. Buy or sell that the NFL, at the end of the regular season, the NFL kind of sucked this year. Buy or sell? Buy. Look, it's uh, all relative. I'm still watching. Like, it's still awesome. But compared to other years, a lot of it has to do with all the quarterback injuries. It just sucks. Some of the teams that we thought that would be elite or that in years past feel like would be elite, like even the Bills, who had a bumpy ride, uh, the Chiefs, 
And even the Dolphins, like nobody really looks amazing outside of Baltimore, the 49ers and Baltimore, yeah. and neither of them are without their flaws. I don't know. And it was also just awful having to watch the Patriots every week, to be honest. Yeah, no, I would say that factors into my decision. Although, didn't we just do something similar to this a week ago? And Mego, you were like, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. No, that was playoff picture. Right, but like if it's a if it's a bad season. Well, I thought we were talking about the regular season. No, we are, but I'm just saying like those are some of the good teams. I still that, expect the playoffs to be good. I don't know about that. I I so I expect a bad playoff, and I I, I agree with you. It was I buy that it was a down boring. Not excited to watch Joe Flacco this week. Yeah, like kind of <laughs> awful season in the NFL. But maybe we are biased by the way the Patriots played this year. But I'm with you. I don't I don't think it was a memorable year in any way, shape, or form. I it was Joe Burrow. It was Niners. That's true. It was the Ravens. The Cowboys are like, when they're good, that's good for the league. But let, let's find out if they can win a playoff Even game. Let's, the Dolphins were exciting right. and they fell they apart. Fell off. Buffalo was interesting. Then they played terribly. So I, I, I agree. I, I buy that it was kind of a crummy year. All right. Let's get to our second buy or sell. Number two. Buy or sell, Jones, that the AFC East will be represented in the AFC championship game. Uh, I do buy that. I think that the I think the Bills can get there. I think we were all way too down on the Bills. Mega was down on them early. I jumped on that bandwagon when they were firing people. Uh, they plugged in Joe Brady. They've been more competent. I don't think it'll be the Dolphins. And I think Patrick Mahomes now has to go to Buffalo and win a playoff game. If the Bills can take care of the Steelers, they should. And if the Chiefs take care of the Dolphins, they probably will. They already have earlier this year in London. Mahomes and the Chiefs. Too bad we can't watch it. Well, I can. I have I have Peacock. Uh, so, yeah, no, I know. I've, I've spent all this big money on Peacock. <laughs> and so I'll be able to watch it. I really don't understand the outrage over that, quite frankly. But another discussion for another Putting day. Putting a playoff game behind a paywall? You don't understand the it's not behind. A, it's not behind a paywall. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You have to subscribe to Peacock. Yeah, so I have Peacock. It's not behind a paywall. Well, you're paying to Are you Peacock. not paying for it? What are you no, talking but, about? I, I know. Behind like, paywall. There's like a wall that you can only break down when you pay but for it's, it. But it's not like it's like a common thing that people have, I feel like, is what I would say. Arcan, Jones doesn't have a problem with it because he's watching Vanderpump Rules they, on it. <laughs> Arcan, you pay for you pay for all these uh, subscription services. No different. That's how people pay for TV now. So, like, to me, I just, I don't think it's a paywall. big deal. You get but, to watch the reunions with all the F-bombs. I will. I will watch all those uh but but furthermore i i do think the bills can beat the chiefs my real point i think they'll be there in the afc title game so bye yeah i sell i don't think that the bills are going to beat the chiefs i remain down on the bills i mean i think they're going to get to that to that point but then i think we get the chiefs in the afc title i mean game. if the chiefs get to the afc title game look out like look like yeah. for as down as they've been and as bad as they've been look out for everybody taking victory oh the chiefs will ne- andy Reid will never catch bill and mahomes will never catch look out if they get to the afc title game agreed all right let's get to our third buyer sell Number three. Uh, buy or sell, and this was, uh, you may not have seen this, the Golden Globes were last night. Joe Coy, the uh, comedian, was the host. He bombed horribly, and uh, Barbie got snubbed, and that is uh, one thing that's upset a lot of people. The Barbie movie nominated in nine categories, only one for best song, and some category called best achievement in cinema. Lost all the big ones, best picture, best actress, supporting actor, etc. So, buy or sell, Barbie should have gotten snubbed at the Golden Globes, Mega. Sell. I love Barbie. I don't really care about the Golden Globes at all. I'm not going to pretend like I watched a second of that. But I did look through when I saw that this was a topic, look through who won the awards. And that Emma Stone movie, Poor Things, which I think is just softcore porn that's being What's out it called? there. It's wait, called wait, wait, Poor wait, wait. Things. I'm sorry. Hang on. Yeah. And it's just being distributed this? as an borrow art my film. Pen <laughs> okay. I don't know Goblin. what that means. <laughs> but. I don't think anyone's seeing that movie. And the Cinematic Achievement uh, Award is basically supposed to be they sold a lot of tickets. So sure I, loved, I loved Barbie. 
Nobody's seeing poor things. I like Emma Stone, but it should do better at the other Succession awards. Succession won a ton of uh, TV awards, by the way. Oh, did it? Yes. Succession uh, did very well. So did Barbie get snubbed? I, I sell that. Like, I saw Barbie. Is that a movie that I feel like should be winning a bunch of awards? Yes. No. no. Yes. Like what? Well, it Gosling should, be, should win like should best be, actor or supporting actor or whatever. No, the Barbie should win the Barbie acting award. What's her name? Margot Robbie. Yeah, that was the best Dude, acting. She jo- should win an award just for that was the best being, acting job of the year. Being on screen, was she is such a. Beautiful I didn't see person. any other movies, so yes. Okay, uh, <laughs> did she follow a doll around for three months to I mean, prepare just for that, the role? Like, look, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I watched it over a break. I, I I just saw it in the last few weeks, so I enjoyed it. But like, you're telling me that was the best movie of the year and should win a bunch of awards? No, I'm so. not saying it's the best movie of the year, but well, I think it should have won more awards than it one, did. One two. That's a lot. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. That's not a lot. Best song. <laughs> okay. Come on. That's nothing. Okay, fine. That's I like don't even South know what the song was. Was uh, that the, the, the Billie Eilish one? Which which one was that? Was it the, in the movie or yes, was it, it was. just attached? No, to it? the Dua Lipa song, right? It was Billie no, Eilish. Billie Eilish. Huh. What? Why was I made? Or it was something like that. I forget. Uh, I don't even remember was. this song. All well, I remember is the Ken song because I was like, this is taking way too long. Yeah. So this could have been edited. So look, I wasn't gonna watch three hours of that weird looking guy building a bomb. I just I was not gonna watch that. <laughs> I no, did. Okay, I, that's you. the other thing is so that thing yeah. won everything. I I see a lot of movies in theaters. I like to. I saw the Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, that was so long. In in the theater, that I, one yeah, in the theater, yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't one get into actress. Oppenheimer. I just couldn't get in the theater for it. Yeah, so I'm I'm not wasting like my time it, on. It feels like homework. Not no wasting thanks. my time on either of those movies, Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon. You gonna no watch thanks. Poor Things now? Three plus hours? No, I might watch that. I'm based, I think based, it's based on your recommendation. Is basically I might. about like on a Frankenstein, me. like a Frankenstein lady who's brought back to Earth for sex. But, okay, so it's uh, weird science. Even even more into it. Yeah, it is it is weird science-esque. Uh, so anyway, so... I love the weird science. That guy last night, though, Joe Coy... Who is Joe Coy? He's a comedian? Joe Coy is a comedian, yes. That Isn't was, he, like, from 2000? That was my thought when you brought his name up, Joe uh, Coy. Like, I, I mean, remember him from Comedy Central I specials. vaguely remember 22 minutes about his, his Filipino mother yelling at him for not doing well. He I was just, brutal. I just saw the video. So whether he was good or bad, I, he was just throwing joke writers under the bus. That's what I saw. Yeah. He's like, I didn't write these jokes. He's like, the ones that people are laughing at, those are mine. The other ones, you could tell who wrote them. Like, I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> Too bad he doesn't have a profession where he could, you know, write jokes but for I didn't, himself. I didn't watch any of that. I just, I've just seen clips this morning. Uh, I don't think the Barbie movie was snubbed. Well, anybody who has this to follow Gervais, because Gervais hosting that was great. Is this I the mean, Barbie was... song? Yes, it is. Thank you. Okay. No. Yeah, it's the best. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Uh, what were you saying, Arkan, about uh, Gervais? Uh, Ricky Gervais, ho- Gervais hosting the Golden Louder, Arcan. Arcan. Yeah, he was is the tremendous. S silent. What did he say? Gervais, when he went, just uh, am I saying it wrong? Yeah. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Ver- Gervais. Yes. Yes, it's not Gervais. Ricky know, whatever, Gervais. Whatever. Go. <laughs> uh, it was very good hosting the Golden Globes. I, you, may, you can find the clips online. Oh, so you're just now talking about past Golden Globes? Well, I'm saying whoever had to host after Gervais is going to have a hard time following. I follow. Thank you. Similar to Bill Belichick here in New England, I guess. Uh, although he certainly isn't going out on a high note, losing to the Jets yesterday. We'll get back into it. Uh, Mike Vrabel, uh, is he a real candidate to replace Bill Belichick? It sounds like he is. We'll do that with all your phone calls next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.